Big Turpin was executed on the Knaves Mile at York on the 7th of April 1739. He was executed for horse theft, not for highway robbery. His body was left hanging for about three hours just to make sure he was probably dead, and then it was cut down and it was exhibited to the public in the Blue Boar Inn on Castlegate. Turpin had given money to a number of men to act as mourners on his behalf, and part of their responsibility was to make sure that the body was buried properly. And we have a pamphlet account of Turpin's trial and what happened afterwards, which makes it quite clear that the body was buried in a deep grave and everything was done to make sure it was interred properly. This was done on the Sunday after his execution. Unfortunately, two days later, on the early hours of the following Tuesday, people were discovered trying to disinter the body, this aroused the anger of the local population, who thought the body was being taken away to be what they called anatomized, that is, used for anatomy lessons or for dissection by a doctor. The body was rescued, it was taken from a garden where it had been taken, it was paraded through the streets, and then it was reburied in St George's Churchyard in Quickline, thus making sure that it couldn't be interfered with further. There are also references to this incident in the York City archives, in which a number of men, presumably those who rescued the body and reburied it, are prosecuted for riot, and a man called Richard Hogg, who actually disinterred the body, was fined a pound, and a doctor, described as a surgeon of York with Marmaduke arms, was bound over to answer for actually ordering the body to be taken, so I assume that Hogg was his servant. And this is an interesting sidelight on the criminal practices of the period because we know that the bodies of convicted felons, executed felons, were regularly sent away for dissection and anatomy classes in London. It's unusual to find this sort of thing being referred to in the provinces. Now, Turpin's body was reburied in St George's Churchyard and in St George's Churchyard there is currently a headstone to him. And this headstone is clearly not mid-18th century, it's much more recent. So we do have the problem of where was that headstone actually set up, and is there any chance that it is actually near Turpin's body? Now there is an interesting reference in a book published in 1943 by a woman called Margaret Mann Phillips, a book called Within a City Wall. She was the daughter of the rector of St Margaret's Warmgate, which is one of the churches in the immediate area of St George's. And she recorded as a girl, we're talking about 1918 over at Old going into St George's churchyard and trying to find Turpin's grave and not finding any trace of it. So we know there was no headstone then. In July 2017, the York Dungeon decided to have a new exhibit, a new display on Turpin. And as a publicity event for that, held a press conference in St George's churchyard. On the 7th of July, 2017, a letter was published in the York Press by a woman who had lived as a child in that area and who could remember in the 1950s workmen coming in and putting that headstone up. So further research is needed to establish exactly where the headstone went up, whose idea it was, and what was the motivation for putting it up. So some interesting future work there. But I just like to introduce a final wriggle on this, which is rather speculative, but I think rather interesting. Because we have the question, why was it that Turpin was buried in St George's churchyard and not in any of the other churchyards which were available in York? And on researching into St George's churchyard, what one finds is that it was rather an anomalous place. 
St George's Church had been amalgamated with St Dennis's Church in the 16th century after the Reformation. This was part of a general reorganisation of ecclesiastical property in York. So from 1586 or thereabouts, St George's Church was simply not operating as a church and it was becoming ruinous. But through one of the anomalies of the medieval ecclesiastical system, Nabon, which is a village about five miles to the south of York, was part of the parish of St George's York. And into the early 19th century, people from Nayburn would be buried in St George's Churchyard. Nayburn acquired parish status in 1822, acquired its own churchyard, and residents could be buried there. Now, the connection here, I think, is with the Palms family, with Marmaduke Palms, the doctor involved in the disinterment of Turpin. The Palms family were the dominant gentry family in Nayburn, and they had influence over the church of St George and St Dennis all the way through to the, to, to, to the 19th century. So it's speculation, but it would seem to be more than coincidence that the doctor who is responsible for trying to get Turpin's body out of a churchyard, which is the burial place of Nabon residents, has the same surname as the main gentry family in Nabon. It would seem that some sort of idea there of um, an arrangement being made for Turpin's body to be buried in that churchyard, which members of the Arms family would have access, a relatively unused unpoliced churchyard, we're left wondering if Marmaduke Palms was a serial body satcher habitually taking bodies for purposes of dissection or for anatomy classes.